ladies and gentlemen. Everybody, welcome, Mr. Larry Warren from Clients Opt. That, that's your cue to talk, Larry. <laughs> I love, I love it. Yes, I'm in uh, Austin, Texas. Here, it's for any of you familiar with this area. It's uh, quite hot, 105 degrees here today. Yeah, yeah. We actually um, a couple of years ago spent about three weeks in Austin, and then went over to San Antonio for another month. And it gets toasty in Texas. It's, <laughs> it's uh, you know, my wife is actually from Arizona. She's she's from outside of Phoenix, and it's hot out there. It ain't like Texas. Texas <laughs> is a totally different planet. Yeah, you walk that. out and it's just like this wall of heat and humidity. It's 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 oppressive. We've uh, we've been here for a year. We've gotten used to it and you know settled in. But um, yeah, it's not for the faint of heart. No. So where where did you come from before Austin? Uh, we were. I'm from the East Coast originally, from from Maine. That's okay. where I, I grew up, born and raised. My, my wife and son and I, we moved to San Diego in 2015, stayed there for about four and a half years, loved it, and then moved here to, uh, to, to Austin a little over a year ago for, for schools for my son. We have some really great schools out here that you know really uh, are beneficial to him, um, and we love it. Great family-oriented environment. Cool. Yeah, we, um, I, keep, I hate to keep mentioning where we've been, but we, uh, we spent a month and a half in Saco, Oh wow! And, yeah, yeah, yeah. We rented a house there, right on the beach, and just chilled out. We went on a two-year-long or eighteen-month-long uh, RV trip, and started in Saco. Um, we did the RV and Airbnb thing, but Saco was our first, our first main stop, and it was, it was gorgeous. It was really gorgeous. It was September to October, um, so I got to see the the leaves change and all that good stuff. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, that's that's the perfect time to go, and, it, and it's funny because most people mispronounce it. They call it Seiko, so, yeah. I, so I know you've really been there <laughs> when yeah. you say it the right yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, and that's you know we when we vacation, we really like to go for a month and kind of you know immerse ourselves in what's going on there, and and you know and learn the language, learn the nomenclature, and and you know really feel more about what's going on. Um, but yeah, Saco is great. Yeah, gorgeous place. Maine, Maine is great in, in that time of year. The winter, not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got out right before I think it started getting really cold. And then we made the mistake of traveling over to, to Vermont. And Vermont is cold. We, we almost froze to death in our RV in Vermont. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. It's a lot of cold and a lot of trees. Yes, yes. A lot of cold and a lot of trees. But beautiful country, beautiful country. Well, Larry, I've got 10 questions for you. You've got 10, you've got five minutes to answer these. If you're ready, we'll just go ahead and pop into them. Love it. All right. Number one, without mentioning what you do for people, who are you? Ooh, I would say first and foremost, I'm a, I'm a dad. Uh, we, my wife and I adopted our son from, from Haiti in 2010 and I'm a, I'm a dad and a husband, uh, first and foremost, but at the root of it all, I love serving people. I love helping and, and uh, giving value. I know as cheesy as that sounds, um, I, I love serving and helping others. That's good. I mean, that, there's there's a big difference between loving to serve people and loving to take money from people. And I like people that serve people, unlike Dan Henry. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never been one. There's nothing wrong with it. I've never been one to... You know, want money for the sake of buying cars and big houses and whatnot. There, there's nothing wrong with it, but I love what that money enables uh, me to do with giving and helping and serving and charities that I just love. Uh, so those are the things that light me up. 
terrific. That's terrific. All right, number two, what do you do for people? What do I do? So I help coaches get clients through LinkedIn. LinkedIn is whenever I say that, people's eyes glaze over and uh, they think about LinkedIn as this spammy place where you only go to when you need a job. Um, my job is to make LinkedIn sexy and helping coaches sign clients there. And the approach that I take is one of giving value uh, uh, to others and then a long-term strategy where you are at a place where you're getting people to raise their hand rather than you know totally bombarding them with messaging. That's what amateurs do on LinkedIn or amateur marketers. They just try to spam people with, hey, go check out my shit or look at my this or that. Yeah. But instead showing up authentically, adding value, getting people to raise their hand, the right people uh, is, is a much better approach. Cool. You and I need to talk um, at some point about that. I, I've been needing to crack into LinkedIn. I've been on there for, I think, 17 years. It's been I've been on there since it's pretty much open um, and tons and tons of connections. And I do not use it. We do need to talk. <laughs> yes, we do need to talk. We do need to talk. All right. Number three, why should people pay you? Why should people pay me? Great question. Um, I would say I'm obsessed with helping people get results. Um, and when I say that, it's a, it's a two-way street. So I'm intentional about who I bring in, who I work with. I think it's important to understand uh, who your perfect client is, who you really enjoy working with, and who isn't a perfect client. And being okay with saying no to those people that you don't think would be a good fit or you don't think you could help. So it's being intentional about who you bring in. And then it's being obsessed with getting results, understanding that it's a two-way street between me and my clients. I'm giving 100%. And also, I'm bringing in people that I know are going to give 100% and go all in. And when you have that combination, um, you, you're, I mean, getting results, it's, it's inevitable um, when you come at it from that standpoint. And, you know, I'm taking action. They're taking action. It's a win-win. Nice, nice. All right, number four, what is the best piece of marketing, marketing advice you routinely ignore? Ooh. The best piece of marketing advice that I routinely ignore, I would say um, posting daily. Mm. You know, when you get to a place where you're, you're, you're posting, and I don't, I don't want this to come across as, as, as bragging, but when you can, you post and you get people to raise their hand and message you um, about what you do in your program, sometimes it's, it's, it's easy to not be consistent with it and showing up on a, on a daily basis. So I would say that's probably one of the biggest things I can be uh, a little hypocritical if I'm being honest with teaching, hey, you wanna show up consistently and post daily, but oftentimes I'm not. Okay, that's great, that's great. Number five, what is your dream vacation? My dream vacation. <laughs> I don't take too many of them. That's why I had to stop and think. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and, it, and it could just be a vacation, you know? Yeah, for, for me, the, the things that really light me up and really um, help unite me around my purpose and my why is uh, we've been to, to Haiti a, a bunch of times. That's where we adopted our, our son from and going there and serving in the orphanage and being with the kids spending time with them i mean i get so much from from that and it's so relaxing and loving uh or them loving on us and us loving on them 
And I, I just, I come back home refreshed, rejuvenated, uh, appreciative of what I have in my life. So, um, you know, as cheesy as that may sound, that that would be, you know, what, what I would do if I could take the perfect vacation, it would be flying my family and my loved ones or those are the closest to me, you know, to, to serve because I mean, I benefit so much from it. Yeah, it's, um, it, it, it is funny how much you do benefit from that and how sometimes it's really difficult to be served. Um, you know, I know, you know, I, I come from a strange kind of Christian background and at one point we were uh, having this thing where we were washing feet, you know, and, and kind of demonstrating that. And I had no problem whatsoever washing other people's feet. I actually found it not enjoyable, but I, it lifted me up. When it came time for me to have my feet washed, it was terrifying. Um, and I'm not really sure why that is, but sometimes it's, you get so much out of giving that you, you almost feel strange receiving. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that. And ironically, like when you go to places like Haiti and these countries that are third world, they are some of the happiest people to, to be around. Like they, they literally have nothing, uh, so many of them. And you, you go there and you spend time with them and they're laughing and they're just, they're loving life. And I, and, uh, you know, I, I read several years ago that the lowest suicide rates are in countries like that that they, they don't have much and you go there and you visit and you just see the joy that they have in spite of not having anything. And it just, I mean, it, it, it changes the game for you when you come back, you just, yeah. I mean, you can't help but be appreciative. Well, and there, you know, when you have nothing, you've got to rely on your relationships. You got to rely on your friendships and your family. And, um, you know, a lot of times the things that we think are making us happy are just distractions. Yep. Totally agree. Okay, number six, what color grabs your attention the most? Ooh, I, I love blue. Blue is my favorite color, but I would say green tends to, to grab my attention. I'm not sure I can say why. My dad's favorite color is green, who I greatly admire. Maybe there's something to do with that. I don't know, maybe money is green. Uh, I don't know, but green, I would say, grabs my attention. Okay, yeah, I'll have to do a little bit of investigating, see what... Uh... <laughs> I can't remember right now which archetype that aligns with, but green says something about you. So, all right, number seven. What is one current meme or trope we could all do without? Oh, <laughs> I know it's hard to choose because there's there's a long list. Yeah, I, I love memes. I think they're awesome gifts. I, I send them. I would say any anything to do with the uh, Kardashians. I'm just not into that whole vibe it's not that i dislike them or think that they're bad people but uh, they just don't do it for me <laughs> so yeah. i can go away yeah i'm uh, i'm not a big fan myself although it would be kind of entertaining to see them in the white house <laughs> yes it would <laughs> and it couldn't be any more of a shit show than it currently is so number 8 how many people can you serve at one time ooh how many people can i serve at one time I think it would de it would depend on the level of service, and I know that's kind of a, a middle of the of the way answer. But I think it would depend on the the level of service. I mean, I'm I'm one that loves to go uh, deep and wide with people. I've mm -hmm. done one on one, and it's been beautiful and it's been wonderful. 
but I, uh, the, the downside of that is you're limited in, in who you can serve. So I think a, a middle ground between being able to go deep with people, taking, taking them to where they want, but also re reaching a broader audience so that you can really truly serve um, the maximum amount of people. As far as a, a number, I don't know that I could put a number on it at this point, but um, I would say as long as it allows me to go deep and wide, I'm going to be happy and I'm going to be able to serve them at the highest level. Cool. Cool. Number nine, and this is the most self-serving question of the lot. Who else would you like to see Uncle Jimbo interview? Well, and saying Dan Henry is fine too. <laughs> Dan Henry, Frank Dan, Kern. Yeah. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. They've all got my Calendly link. They haven't hit it yet, but maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I have, I have a good friend in Scotland, Robert McVie, um, who I, I believe is in the group as well. Wonderful guy, great sense of humor. I love him to death. He's become a great friend, and uh, yeah, he would be next. I'd love to see you interview him. Okay, cool. I will, uh, I will definitely hit him up and make him feel bad if he doesn't agree. <laughs> okay, number 10. This is the most important question. Which would you smash first, the patriarchy, the system, or Mark Zuckerberg's lips? Mark Zuckerberg's lips? Yeah, his lips. Come on. <laughs> tell me, you can't tell me you hadn't wanted to pop that guy at least a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, he's a uh, very, very sharp guy, but sometimes he can come across as a little condescending. Okay. Um, what, what, are, what were the first two? When you said the third one, I, I put my mind <laughs> <in> the, <laughs> the, the patriarchy, the system, or Mark Zuckerberg's lips? I would say, you know, the, the system, especially in light of what's going on um, lately, I think there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of uncertainty. I think people, you know, they, they, they need more certainty. They need more reassurance and help. And I'd say just in the, 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 the online marketing space, I know, you know, we, we've talked about that earlier, um, but, but I think it's a, there's a lot of junk out there, but there's a great opportunity, I think, for uh, people that, truly want to serve and add value and not just take people's money. I think there's a wonderful opportunity when you see so many people showing up uh, inauthentic who have wonderful um, things that they're marketing, but when you get on the inside and you, you are exposed to some of their programs and what they do, it's complete shit. So I would say the system just as a, as a whole, you know, there's a great opportunity there to show up and serve and uh, really truly help people get results. Nice. I like that. I really, I, I appreciate the idea of service. Um, it, you know, as much as I like to make money and I do like to make money, um, you know, I like to serve people and I like to hang out with people and help people. And, you know, I, again, I, it's a community thing, you know, you, you raise people up when you, when you serve, it's, you know, making, making sales is great, but making sales and serving people at the same time is that's the magic formula. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And when you serve and uh, you're helping people get results, I find the money, the money follows. It absolutely does. It absolutely does. Larry, do you have a value bomb for us? Even though I hate that term. <laughs> it's, or is there, it, you know, you can tell us a joke. You can just drop your website, whatever you want to do. You've got, uh, you've got the floor. Yeah, I, I would say, I mean, I'm going to go back to LinkedIn because I think it's a, it's a platform that uh, has been around for a, a very long time. I mean, you, you said you've been on it for 17 years. 
it, it's a great opportunity there. Whether you work with me or you go it on your own or you go with someone else that's out there, I would challenge people to really consider LinkedIn as a, as a platform, especially if you're on Facebook and you're using, you're, you're an online coach and you're using Facebook for organic marketing, you have a tremendous opportunity on LinkedIn. Chances are really good that you can um, take a similar approach on LinkedIn and consider that um, optimizing your profile like a sales funnel, being authentic, adding value, showing up in people's messages, um, where you're not spammy, but you're truly there to serve and to help them. So I would challenge people to consider LinkedIn because it's just, they've made some changes over the last several months that have created a wonderful opportunity. And some of the things that I'm seeing on Facebook where people are starting to use software to connect with people and then these these spammy messages that people are sending out on Facebook Messenger. Yep. That was happening on LinkedIn. LinkedIn has made some changes and have, has improved it, but it's funny how I'm starting to see that now on Facebook where it's starting to get spammy and, and um, anyway, I digress, but there's a tremendous opportunity on LinkedIn, especially if you're an online coach. Yeah, it's one of my sayings is, you know, if, uh, if there's an opportunity, it's not really an opportunity unless the marketers have already fucked it up. <laughs> True. And, you know, if, if, if you're looking at a niche and marketers haven't already screwed it up, it's probably not worth your time. Um, yeah, 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 that's a great point. And there's lessons to be learned there. You know, <clears throat> I'll, when you, when you look at what people are doing wrong and you do the opposite, I mean, there's tremendous value in, in seeing what, what is not working and what doesn't resonate with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I again really do want to talk to you about LinkedIn. Um, I do think it's the next frontier, um, and it's kind of like the wild west over there in some ways. Um, but there's, I do think there's some opportunity, and I am starting to see it be more of a Facebooky type thing, um, where it's it is a bit more community based and a bit more friend based, and and that's exciting because for the longest time it was just so dead, dull, and dry. Um, but now it's, you know, it's becoming interesting. Um, I haven't really done anything, but I do, I do pop in every couple of days and check my messages and scroll and all that. And it's, you know, content has gotten a lot better. So maybe it's time for Jimbo to hop over there and irritate everybody on LinkedIn. Dan Henry has still not taken my request though. I'm disappointed. I know, I know. Although he has actually has a very, I think he's only got like 250 connections on LinkedIn. Oh, wow. Which, yeah, which yeah. I, I find really odd for such a high level multimillionaire. Yeah, they usually at least have 500. Um, yeah, I, I did something crazy earlier this year. Like I had a LinkedIn profile with 11,000 people that were connected. And um, I, I, I used to get people telling me, well, you know, it's easier for you to get clients here because you have a big following, blah, blah, blah. But um, I decided that I would restart. So I started a brand new profile, started from scratch, just to show people that, hey, you can start from zero and still sign clients that way. So I say that to say, I don't know, maybe, maybe he just recently opened it or started it or... Who knows? Or maybe he just changed to, you know, he used to be his real name and now he's Dan Henry. <laughs> just <laughs> saying. That's probably it. <laughs> yeah. So Larry, Mr. Larry, where can people find you? Where can people uh, contact you and where can people send you money? 
Yeah, the best way if you're if you're watching uh, this this interview on Facebook, just to reach out to me on Facebook. If you do happen to be watching on LinkedIn, um, connect with me on LinkedIn. Or if you want to search for me, you can do a search Larry Warren in Austin on LinkedIn and uh, send me a connection request. Nice, nice. And uh, I'll put some links down in the thing and uh, you guys go check out Larry and give him some love and bust his balls for Uncle Jimbo and send him tons of money. I love it. I wouldn't have it any different. Awesome. Larry, thank you so much, man. This has been a blast and uh, it's good to connect and, and chat. And I look forward to uh, a good conversation about LinkedIn very soon. Awesome, awesome. I love me some Uncle Jimbo. Yes, Larry, thank you again, and um, we'll see everybody on the next one. Well, all right, we've reached the outro portion of Jimbo's Five and Dime. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you got something out of it. If you'd like to learn more, listen to more, find out more, visit UncleJimbo.us. If you want to learn a little bit more about me and to buy my shit, visit JamesPMGaffney.com. If you want to help out the podcast, be sure to review and upvote and share and all that good stuff. If not, that's fine. I love you anyway. And I will see you on the next one. Wow.